You're listening to Dr. Ward Bond's Life-Changing Wellness, the fastest-growing natural health, nutrition, and inspiration podcast in the nation. Uplifting stories, powerful messages, and triumph over adversity, the experience of entertainment and encouragement is about to begin. And now your host, Dr. Ward Bond. I'm Dr. Ward Bond, and I welcome you to Life-Changing Wellness. Today's episode is brought to you by PrimroseLeaf.com, multi-use nutritional supplements for your immune system and overall good health. Youth, beauty, longevity, primroseleaf.com. Now, before we begin, please head over to iTunes after the interview with my guest today, rate and review the show for me, and I thank you ahead of time for making our show great. Well, our guest today is Nathalie Bostros, a psychotherapist and life coach who is also a certified holistic health coach with a specialization in hormones. So ladies, listen up. She was born in Lebanon, raised in Turkey, and educated in Switzerland. She played and worked in Italy before eventually landing in New York City, where she lives today. But when she moved to New York 15 years ago, she experienced the biggest weight gain of her life. She stopped running, started being obsessed with her weight. She started trying every diet on the market. Her fixation was so big that she started to get angry and depressed. But after hitting rock bottom, she decided to take over her life. She blew up her destructive patterns of self-hate and disappointment and created a brand new approach to self-love and acceptance. Today, Nathalie helps clients from all around the world to be happy, healthy, and successful through her coaching programs and motivational speaking and publications. So ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome our guest today, Nathalie Bostros. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm like so excited to be back on your show. <laughs> I know you are making a grand return and my goodness, uh, you have been very, very busy. What have you been up to? Oof. <laughs> Um, well, last time that I was on the show, we talked about my book, If You Are What You Eat, Should I Eat a Skinny Girl? And it was, it started like as a book to lose weight, but I, at the end, it was a book about self-love and confidence. So I followed that line and I became, I self-proclaimed myself the happiness fairy. And I decided that I should spread my happiness dust on everyone and help them to be happy. And I found different ways to do it. And one of them, it's my online course that I created. It's, it's called Hungry for Happy. And it is for mostly ladies. Actually, it's for ladies. <laughs> <laughs> Not mostly. Um, who have difficulties finding happiness because of their body issues. Not because of the weight only, but if they don't like something about their body. And also because of their relationship status, you know, a lot of women still today think that being single is a pareya, which is not. <laughs> so it really helps uh, people who take the course to gain their self-confidence, mute the judgmental noises, and then really love and accept themselves and then transform everything in their life that they see as a negative into a positive effect. Well, you know, you've had a an incredible experience um, because you and I have talked before, uh, you had... Uh, and actually, we had talked about the the book that you wrote, which really kind of led up to what you're doing now, because you were dealing with a lot of problems of definitely with the weight gain and not being satisfied. And you thought that at that time that the only way to be satisfied is to look in the mirror and see something better. But how did you overcome that? You know, 
we think that, I mean, like, we're never satisfied with our body. Let's say this was like the reason of my book. And when I wrote it, I was, I was like really at the rock bottom of my life because like I was like trying to lose weight and I was like really stuck. And then more diets I was trying, more failures I was having. And I was not losing any weight, but my joy of life. And I was like, wait a second, you know, there is something wrong in this pattern. I have to find a way to be able to lose weight and not be miserable, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so it it really happened. Actually, it was like with a with the show that I saw on TV where they were like putting people, uh, helping people to love themselves by taking their pictures, like dressing them up better. And then the last scene of that uh, show was putting them on Times Square on the billboard, a naked picture of them and getting, you know, the comments around from people. And like most of the comments were positive. So, I mean, obviously I didn't put myself naked on Times Square, not yet, <laughs> maybe one day, <laughs> but I said, let's do, you know, like, like at a smaller scale. And I decided to look at myself naked every day and find at least something positive about my body. It could have been, you know, like, like the eyes, the, the nose and every, anything. And then like at the beginning, it was really, really hard. And slowly I really started to embracing my body and then my attitude about my body actually i grieved my body change and people were like well, did you lose weight i was like no actually no i'm just in peace with myself and what ah. and you know it's it's really is the key of everything because how do you expect other people to love or cherish you if you don't love and cherish yourself or if you don't accept yourself so it's really the base of the bon vivant girl <laughs> lifestyle, yes. you know, like it's my philosophy and it, it really, really works. Well, you know, it, it's, you know, I see a lot of people and I know, uh, Natalie, you see this all the time. And, 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 and since this is geared uh, towards all of the, uh, the women listening, so let's just focus on that group only. A lot of women who are not happy with their body, maybe they, they want to lose weight. And, and instead of focusing on the journey and enjoying the journey, learning through the, and using the journey to learn new things, a lot of them look at point A to point B, but they're only looking at B. They don't look at the space in between. So they're miserable yes. going through a diet or a lifestyle change with the only focus of hope, hopefully getting to point B and being the person where they're happy, but you're teaching we can be happy from point A to B in the whole space in between. Of course, to start with, you know, like we have to stop following the latest fashion diet. Like that's, you know, the, the little black dress of diets. That's like, <laughs> because like there's something called bio-individuality. We are all different. For some people, keto will be amazing. For some other people, it will be plant-based diet. You know, it's like you cannot... Just follow a diet because like your friend or your neighbor did it. It can be your poison. So to be able to figure out what is your diet that works for you, you should keep a food mood journal. And on this journal, you should really not write about what you eat, but put all the details at what time you're eating. Does that food make you happy? Meaning happy, it's like, you know, when you eat afterwards, do you feel bloated? Because like, of course, like if you eat pizza, maybe you're happy at that moment. <laughs> but maybe an hour later, you're going to have, you're going to feel bloated. And some people, it doesn't, you know, some, for some people, it will be the same thing for kale. They will eat and an hour later, they'll be gassy. So it's like, you have to figure out what is 
your happy and unhappy food. And on the food mood journal, you have to put really your mood and every detail, the time, the quantities. When I say the quantities, you know, while we cook, like we nibble, write those down too, because like those count, believe me. <laughs> those are like the <laughs> scary ones. So once we discover what it is, it's really easier. For example, I know for myself, staying home, living on three carrots, I don't lose weight. Going out, enjoying a meal with my friends, but not like ordering all the food at the same time, sharing some food makes me lose weight because like I'm busy, I'm happy, and I don't think about food. At home, if I eat my three carrots, I'm in front of TV, I'm like, oh, okay, now like carrot two, I have the third one left, and I start dreaming about food. So it's really hard and it's painful. So enjoy, you know, like the middle part from point A to point B should be a pleasure. And like you have to find that pleasure. Well, you know, you bring up a very good point because I think the biggest downfall of when people think of themselves as like, okay, I'm going to go on a diet. The thought process is, and, and this is the weirdest thing. The person is wanting to lose weight, desiring to lose weight. But when they go on a diet, they're constantly thinking about the next meal yes. because that's the meal that they believe that is going to help them to lose weight. So in reality, they're constantly thinking about food. And then like you said, so you're sitting at home in the evening, you got to eat the three carrots, but you end up thinking about the foods that you're used to eating or the ice cream that you would be eating at that time instead of the three carrots. And, and it's funny, there are people who will literally watch cooking shows on television <laughs> while going through a diet. And, and it's just, to me, that's just mental torture. I know. And then like what happens, like at the end, like you're like the craving, it's so big that you eat your three carrots, the ice cream and the chips following that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah. instead of that, like if like you're going to have like, and I think it's, I believe in a diet where you eat a bit of everything. This is my philosophy because it works for me. But maybe for some people, they're intolerant. It doesn't work. But so if you want to eat ice cream, eat a little bit. Don't eat the whole, you know, the whole box. Eat a little right. bit. Just take the pleasure of it and then get over. <laughs> now, what about people who go on a diet and then they have that so-called bad day where they completely blow it. And then they spend the rest of the day, even the next day, beating themselves up. How does someone overcome that mental battle? I think it shouldn't call be, I mean, like bad day. It can be a bad meal. It's not a bad meal. It's like, it's a cheat meal. <laughs> and then like <laughs> the following day, instead of starving yourself, just continue what you were doing. Eat healthy, eat good. Actually, it's better to eat more healthier foods than less food. Meaning, for example, if you want to eat, uh, I don't know, uh, sneaker bars like uh, Mars or whatever, or Twix, before eating it, eat an apple. If you really want still, like you still crave for sugar, eat your Twix. So like instead of taking off food from your diet, add it. But the wow. good ones. So That's with time, you, you know, you can see the difference of the taste and then you will be like, ooh, like that Twix, like I can feel, you know, like the oils in it or like, you know. Yeah, and at the same time, you may, you know, once you eat the apple, which apples, believe it or not, are, are a fantastic food of fiber and creates energy and strength in the body. And then when somebody, let's say, eats the Twix afterwards, they may start realizing, wait a minute, huh? I don't need this anymore. And then they were and then the apple satisfies them, and then they realize how well they start to feel 
And then it just kind of, you know, snowballs in the right direction and they start feeling better overall about all the other choices they exactly. make. Exactly. So basically they, they feel the difference between happy and unhappy foods. And then believe me, and I know that we're all going to eat the apple and the Twix at the beginning, <laughs> but with time, <laughs> I mean, like, come on, we're going to do it. We know we're humans. Yeah, yeah well, but with me, time. But yeah. That, now, yeah. there's another aspect of this too, and it's not just food. Uh, you also talk about uh, how we can be happy without basing it on something or someone. So how can we be happy if we have, or if some, you know, some people seem to um, be dependent, Yes, I guess, on others in an unhealthy way? How can they turn that around? So, you know, unfortunately, we're all conditioned to that. We all like think that if you're going to get the house, the partner, the job, the money, we're going to be happy. But the problem is all these, they can come and go. The only thing that will stay, it's you. So actually, you have to be, you know, like, think about it. You have to find the happiness in you and happy with regardless anything or anyone. And then all the rest can be added bonus, you know, like the little cherry on top. (laughs) So that's like where I'm trying to teach people that stop depending in on, you know, on the, on the great body. It's not that when you're going to lose the weight, you're going to be happier. Well, yeah, you'll be happy for a little bit. And then what's going to happen? You're going to be like, okay, so what's next? Or like, stop basing your happiness on, on finding a partner. You know, being in a relationship is not that easy, <laughs> actually. Yeah. You know, like it's work too. It's like, of course, like I know that it helps, like, you know, you don't feel lonely, but you don't need a man or a woman to not feel lonely. You can be surrounded by other people. So it's like, stop depending your happiness on, on things that are not yourself. Exactly. Now, let me ask you this. What is the name of your course? Oh, you said Hungry for Happy. That's yes, right. Okay. It's well, Hungry I'll, for Happy. I know that like normally it should be Hungry for Happiness, but I like the Hungry for Happy. You know, I like, like Hungry for Happy. Well, I know that there are, there's, there's like five components of this and it's just going to walk everyone yeah. through them because... Uh, it, they all work together, and I know one of them is mute the judgmental noises, the internal and external. What is that? So this, it's really, it works for the, the module one, which is the body, and module two, the relationship. It's, we are our biggest critique. If I ask, I mean, I always see this. If when I ask something to my, I ask this question to my clients, I ask them, describe, you know, give me five flows about your personality and five qualities about your personality. Right away, they start to write the flaws. And I'm like, wait a second, why like you're writing the flaws right first, first of all? And I think it's like, because we're our biggest critique and we only see really the, the bad side of ourselves. And then like when they come to qualities, sometimes they're like, maybe shy to say, because like if they, they say like, I have a rocking body, I'm going to say, no, I'm sorry, you don't. Or like, they're going to say, I'm intelligent. I'm going to say, no, actually, you're not that intelligent. I don't know what is this insecurity. So in this course, I'm, I'm teaching how to mute first this internal insult to ourselves, basically. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's really that. And then I do it by, by, doing a, a small, another small exercise. I ask them like to take their flow list and then transform them into qualities. It can be about their body or their personality. So for example, if someone says, I'm short, 
the positive of this will be I can wear heels. <laughs> if someone <laughs> says, you know, I'm like too shy, I'm too timid, I can say, well, actually, you're mysterious and mysterious is, is, is sexy. So, you know, it's not yeah. a bad thing. So everything like at the beginning, it's, it can be a little difficult. But with time, like this exercise will show them that everything can be looked in a positive aspect. So you're turning their negatives. And it, it, it's so it, it's so funny that when you ask people to do that, that the first things they write down are the negative yeah. instead of the positives. And that is, you know, and, and, it, and it's, it's really a shame that in today's society, people are geared towards the negative than the positive. And, and it's almost like we have to force ourselves or people have to force themselves to think in the positive manner for those who are not used to that because there's so much negativity uh, going around us. But I see the point because with what you're doing, it also helps them to look at themselves differently. But then the second aspect of your plan is actually to gain confidence. Exactly. So it's what like, are the other things that you do to help them to gain confidence? So, but this is, first of all, this is the internal. And then the ex external, it's like all those people who judge you just for no reason. <laughs> I right. mean, like, you know, like I, I, I always say if someone judges you, they're actually judging themselves. So instead of being angry at them, you should just give them a hug and say it's going to be okay. <laughs> you know I, what? <laughs> I think you nailed that one because that, that is absolutely true. Anybody who's judging another is usually judging themselves or trying to cover up an insecurity that they actually exactly. have. Exactly. It's like, you know, like they don't want to face their own insecurity. So it's easier to attack when they attack. I mean, like in real life, just like look at them, say, okay, you know, like whatever. But <laughs> if it's like someone who's like trying to, you know, like we have always those people around us who are trying to give us advice, but they, ha they have no idea about what's happening. For example, I remember when I used to try to lose weight, everyone like, ah, you're doing wrong. You have to do this diet, that diet. So for all this, if you talk to them about bio-individuality, what I was saying before, like their diet maybe work wonders for them, but it's not going to work for them. Like teach them and then tell them, listen, I understand you're com it's coming from a good point, but you know, it doesn't apply to me. So, you know, like, like kind of mute them nicely if it's like, if it comes from a good place and then just like block them if it's, it's coming from a bad place. And then like we were talking um, last time, you can literally block people who attack you on social media as well. So, you know, it's true. And, and, and the other thing is, it's funny too, because let's say someone is trying to lose weight, but the, the people that are either critics are those that are thinking that they're helping the person. Yeah. That person usually either has needs to lose weight themselves and has not been successful or they're skinny and have never had a weight problem. Exactly. And the one should be giving advice. <laughs> I mean, like, seriously, it's like, you know, and then like they, they're trying to help their own way, but like they're trying to teach, like, you know, like everybody should keep their opinion from themselves unless we ask for it. But, right. even, you know, like, yeah, it's. Yeah, because yeah. I know that even just a little tiny bit in the other person, I know that they're they're trying to be helpful and trying to show that they care. But sometimes it just falls on deaf ears or it comes across negative. And that's the reason why, like, I, you know, I appreciate your plan because you're helping the person gain 
confidence. But then the third part of your plan is to learn self-love and acceptance. And how does one do that? So, I mean, through the ex- the mirror exercise and all those exercises that I give during the course, it's like it's really at the end of the day to see that the person you are, it's an amazing, wonderful person. And to be able to love that person, you have to go through all the exercises like the mirror exercise or like transforming your negative thoughts into positives. And I'm like there are some more in the course that when you get it, you, you can see. So it all builds up your self-confidence and then your acceptance. So what happens is that once that you have that energy of self-love and acceptance, when you go out in the world, believe me, you will shine and then you will attract all the right people, all the right energies, all the right jobs, all the right anything you want. I love that. And, and, and you know, and it all comes down to just you know, well, to me, it all, it simply comes down to changing your mindset and, yes. you know, casting out the lies, the insecurities, uh, the internal and the external voices of, you know, what we can tell ourselves and then when others say, because just because somebody says something to us does not make them the expert. Exactly. It's just, it's just an opinion. And we need to realize that an opinion is just an opinion and we shouldn't let those things stick. Exactly. I mean, like even the experts are not experts, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, like, honestly, doing my, 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 my struggle, for example, to lose weight, yeah. I would go to doctors and they would like, you know, slam me and say, oh, you're menopausal. I'm like per- perimenopause. I'm like, no, I'm not. They will like test and they're like, oh, no, you're not. I'm like, you know, like they don't know. They're doctors. Like doctors should su- are supposed to know. But the thing is like we know better ab- about our body than anyone else. Of course, we need some external But you know help. what? You bring up something that I'm trying to teach a lot of people to be mindful of. And I'm going to put it that way. When you go to the doctor and let's say that you're wanting to lose weight or you're trying to figure out why am I gaining this weight? And let's say the doctor says, oh, your thyroid is underactive. Oh, you're pre-diabetic or you're diabetic or you have this problem. Do not use those things that the doctor tells you as an excuse not to lose weight because you can. So don't go around to all your friends and say, well, one reason why I'm getting my weight or I can't lose it is because of this. No, <laughs> you can change those things. Exactly. And so then, don't use them as an excuse to stop you from moving forward. Exactly. And then like, instead of like, if you don't want to do it with the pills that the doctor gives you, you can always find alternative, you know, uh, ways to do it, holistic ways to, to, to change it. And if it doesn't really work, then get the, the, the what the doctor gives you. But the thing is, is like, doctors they're they're amazing because like they're doing their job like it's i understand but doctors don't forget they see 20 of you or 10 of you every day so like we know like they're not gonna like spend like three hours discussing with you exactly what happened and then you know like at this moment what happened and you know like all the little details the doctor will give you whatever he will give to the other five other people that's right. Who said that they're like complaining, you know, like they hear I'm over 40, I'm gaining weight. Oh, okay. Perimenopausal. It's normal. <laughs> you right. know, it's like it, basically well, it, it's that. <laughs> that, that. That's true. And, you know, and I, and I tell people it doesn't matter if you have 
an underactive thyroid, if you're <laughs> diabetic or pre-diabetic, or if you're pre-menopausal, menopausal, or post-menopausal, uh, there are ways for you to lose weight. Of course. And, and sometimes you don't have to depend on the actual drugs to do it. And people need to realize that there are other options, but stop using those things as an that excuse. you're told yeah. as an excuse, because there are answers to all of those things that you and I just mentioned. Well, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, imagine if it was like every menopausal or perimenopausal woman couldn't lose weight. So it means that all women above 50 are going to be fat in this world. They're not. So right. I guess there is a way to lose weight. You know what I mean? It's like, there is a way. It's like, you know, you have to just find the right way that is for you, suited for you. Exactly. Now with, uh, with the people that you are helping, what are some of the, uh, well, of course they're all going to say something positive, but what are some of the things that they are telling you that they, uh, have been so appreciative of overcoming? I think it's like they love that I am the nudge to make them understand that they can be happy. I mean, during during this last year and a half, we really all suffered about loneliness, about fear, you know, like with COVID, it was really, right. really hard for all of us. So, I mean... I used more, nobody wanted to lose weight. Everybody was like at home eating their snacks, which is like in between <laughs> us. It's not an excuse because like, actually I lost weight during COVID. I did like, too. I mean, I like, you too. know, I spent, I spent all my time outside cycling because there was nothing else to really do. Well, I shouldn't say not really else to do. I ended up three times busier, but there was a lot of time to, to, you know, to do activity. So yeah, I was one of the few like you that yeah. lost weight. And then, like you said, and there were plenty, millions of others that were sitting around snacking their head off, gaining weight. Exactly. I mean, like there, there were no right or wrong ways. It was such an unusual situation that I don't, you know, like blame anyone or like judge anyone because like we all like live, lived it in a different yeah. way, but I exactly. mean, complainers, state complainers. And then like, People who manage, you know, like who always find a way to create, create it. I mean, like I created my course. I created like so many things. So, I mean, I know that it was a horrible time, but actually I really came out better <laughs> from COVID. <laughs> I, I know that I'm going to be slammed by a lot of people, but I mean. No, I no, I, no, I, agree, I agree with you there. And to me, and, and this is not to make anybody feel guilty, but. No. You know, I think one thing that the pandemic proved for a lot of people was you had a, you had a choice to make and to make use of the time that you were given that you normally would have not had. So everybody, everybody had to go through this time of, you know, an immediate stop. And then what were you going to do? I mean, I would drive, I, we could literally walk through or drive through my neighborhood and you would see. How many people decided, oh, let's redo our landscaping or yeah. let's redecorate a room. And so, and that was really, really big for a lot of people. Uh, but, you know, there were people who said, hey, uh, well, since I can't go out to eat anymore for a while, uh, maybe this is a good time to, uh, to lose weight. And then there were others like you and I just mentioned, not to make anybody feel guilty, they ended up going the snack route because they were so stressed out. And then others, you know, a lot of people had to learn to uh, work from home. Yeah. And at the same time, they were probably eating things that they normally wouldn't have done at the office. 
obviously. I mean, like it, it was an adjustment. It was really not easy. I mean, for me, it's easier because I always work from home. So that part was okay. But it's like you have to have a structure. You have to have a, a lot of structure to 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 be able to work from home, and not a lot of people have it. You right, know? that's true. And a lot of people were forced into a structure that they didn't even well, yeah, they didn't even have a structure, and a lot of them really kind of felt lost yeah. trying to figure out how to work from home and get rid of the distractions within their home. No, it was, yeah. So during all those time, I had more um, clients about feeling lonely or feeling unhappy than clients who were trying to lose weight. <laughs> Let's say that. <laughs> and then it's like, I think having already someone listening to you, it's like, it, it helps. That was like, they were not feeling lonely. And I think they were they, they were just happy to to get the tools to be, better in their life, you know, like to be more positive about whatever they, they take, whatever well, they do. Well, where can all of my listeners sign up for your online course, Hungry for Happy? So they can go to my website. It's uh, debon-vivantgirl.com or they can even type nataliebotros.com. It will go to my website. And on my website, I have a tab specially for happiness course. And there they can have a, like you i i created two videos one video which will really show inside the course because like it's it's a very full course i mean you have all the exercises you have everything in it so it will give you an idea and then the other video it's like me talking about it and then you have the curriculum of the course and actually i created a little questionnaire to see if we're we're, we're a match that my course like it's helpful for you and and then you have like different payment options. So everything is on the website, thebonvivantgirl.com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is where you want to go. And I'm going to spell this for you. So write this down. Uh, it's uh, B-O-N. There's the D. No, it's the bon vivant. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, there's a D? Yeah, it's thebonvivantgirl.com. Oh, hold on a second. You mean just the letter D? No, T, T, T-H-E-B-O-N. Dash V I V A N T G I R L dot com. Ah, there we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen. And also, Nathalie Bostros, that's N A T H A L I E B O T R O S dot com. And that will also lead you to the site and to the course. So, for those of you who need a helping hand, a guidance, a, well, I should say, I should call you, Nathalie, a, a guidance counselor because that's exactly what you're doing. <laughs> and uh, ladies and gentlemen, she is very successful at what she is doing. Thousands upon thousands of people are receiving the help that they need. If you're the type of person that needs to find happiness in your life, you need to throw out the insecurities and be secure in who you are and the way that you look and to be happy and all those things, this is the place for you. Natalie's course is made just for you. And Natalie, thank you so much for coming on to the program again. It's always great and it's always fun to have you on. Uh, I always have a blast talking with you. And also, I want to just add something. Mm -hmm. If the course is not for for you on my website, you can find other ways because I spread my happiness in different ways. So you can always find 
basically your happiness in it <laughs> because like I will have like other there there are like other things that you can you can discover and also too you've got a new podcast so coming tell up us about, tell us about that <laughs> so I'm gonna start my new podcast on May 18th it's gonna be called say yes be happy and it's gonna be on live on Voice America platform every Tuesday at 12 p.m. East. And I'm very excited about it. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, you much, have to come to my podcast, by the way. I, I will have to make time for that, Natalie. That sounds like fun. And ladies and gentlemen, please look up that brand new podcast. Tell me the name again. I love the name. It's it's Say Yes, Be Happy. Say Yes, Be Happy. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we all need to say yes and be happy. Let's get, let's be positive and i think natalie that is about as as positive as one can get say <laughs> yes be happy i love the name thank and you so much so ladies and gentlemen uh may 18th and beyond start tuning in at voice america and uh you're gonna love it and uh, natalie again thank you so much for coming back to the program thank you so much for having me <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, remember to catch every episode of Life Changing Wellness. Just hit subscribe to iTunes or Spotify. And if I can ask you a favor, please take 30 seconds and rate the show on iTunes. I want to thank you for doing that for me as we want to bring you the best show possible. Just look up Dr. Bond's Life Changing Wellness on any streaming service, and you can learn more about me at drwardbond.com. Thank you for listening to Life Changing Wellness as we are known as a different kind of wellness show. And remember, Something spectacular happens when you treat your body right. Have a blessed day, everyone.